Welcome to the Rose Garden. I'm Holly and I'm here with Julia. Hi guys. We are here. It is my birthday special today. So lucky for us. Shout out to Holly. You're gonna find out my real age, real age, like I've been hiding it. (laughs) My new age today. I I thought you were a year younger today. You did. I was about to say, but you didn't have my right age. I was like, oh my God, it's Holly's golden birthday today. Like 25, 25. Honestly, can we just pretend? Because last year doesn't count, right? No. I spent entirety of 25 in quarantine. That is crazy. Isn't that weird? It feels like such a monumental, I mean, this side of 25 in the bachelor world feels crazy old. Well, yeah, because now that you're 26. (laughs) my god saying it out loud it's like you're right you are technically on the more like older end of the I'd be one of the really ready for marriage ones by default of being above the age of 25 yeah but definitely by default like 100% by default and for no other reason whatsoever right love that except for the fact that I'm ready to stop dating because I don't like that part (laughs) not a fan. No. Um, today we, just in time, my new book that I ordered for, written by Kendall Long, who the name, if the name sounds familiar, that is because she was known as Taxidermy Girl on Ari Leindyke's season of The Bachelor and also got together with Joe the Grocer on Paradise. I can't say his last name. Amabili. It's something Italian. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't remember. Kendall's book of questions, which um, was an idea started by her list of questions, including one that was, if you were somewhere and it was the culture to eat human meat, would you? Whoa. She asked that to Ari on I don't remember her season that. of The Bachelor. And her answer was yes. I don't remember his. I think it was yes, too love that for them and he didn't send her home which I have mad respect for Ari in hindsight like for a lot of the things he did on that show right very genuine and didn't really judge people no and he's expecting twins with Lauren oh my god so cute that's really adorable but this is about Kendall but this is about Kendall so she published her book and it's got 150 questions I believe and we're gonna just answer some I haven't looked at any of them, but I know a few just based on the fact that she asked them on the show. (laughs) Right. Maybe we'll find those ones. Maybe, because she asked them on Paradise, too. Like, yeah, I remember somehow it came up that she would go on a date in a cemetery with Joe, and he was like, what? I do remember that. I forgot that she was so into, like, into, like, getting curious. Yeah, she's very into, yeah, digging for interesting questions, finding things that are not, you know, just to boring get to know you question that is such a good like she's such a dateable person because she's got to be the best date in the world right when I watch that girl date on bachelor I'm like you are fantastic at this and she was young she was only like 23 or 24 on her season right right oh she's so cute but she wasn't 22 so that doesn't that's not young oh yeah that's that's apparently the cutoff that's the difference now. 23 ready for marriage 22 how could he how how so funny so we're gonna pick some 
random questions based on the number between one and fifth, one and one fifty. And I think we should start with our age. Mine being twenty six. I almost said twenty five. <laughs> why do I keep forgetting? Can we keep that narrative going? We're gonna ask. Actually, just read twenty five instead. Oh my god, I love that. We'll read them both. Okay. All right. 25. We're starting with the lie. What would be the most annoying thing about having yourself as a roommate? That's a great question. That's a really great question. And mine would be, I, I'm cranky and just want to go and be alone. That's understandable. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe that would be hard if your like roommate was your really good friend. Yeah. But if you're like, it would also be different if my roommate was my really good friend. True. Also, um, I know mine would be how like distracted I am and that I leave things in weird places and I lose stuff. Like I just need somebody to be patient with the fact that I'm not I'm like clean, but I wouldn't call myself organized. I would say the same about myself. I yeah. just tend with roommates. I tend to like, just keep my mess contained to my room and I never leave. And so then I'm like, well, I don't want to do a group clean if I don't go out there and clean or right. I make, if I don't go out there and make my mess. Cause I'm so paranoid about making a mess for other people, that I just like avoid it at all costs. And yeah, yeah so that's, I feel like I, I'm the person that would like lose the house keys, like lose, like, lose shit, you know? I and that's so that annoying. You. Yeah. So that would be my biggest thing. Well, the best thing about me about being a roommate is I'm always the go-to person when something like that happens. So we to flip this roommates. into the positive, that's something I'm really good about saving people's asses when that happens. <laughs> I got locked out of my own um, house because we have a, a, car gate and it closed when I used my clicker to open the gate to go like meet my postmate or something and then someone closed it on me while I was in the driveway and I'm like um can you stop like I don't know where they were who the fuck it was because it's like a four unit yeah driveway right and they just locked me out and I had to I didn't have my key it was like in my car in the I just opened it with and I had to hop the fence and it was a tall fence but good thing I am tall Wow, you really finessed that. I really did. And um, like, I, it hurt. I de- the landing hurt. I, I survived, but definitely no. not good on my knees. There's always those kind of like housing situations. I don't know. I, I feel really lucky that I don't have to deal with that anymore. Yeah. Of course, there are, if there's an own, their own set of cons and like just complications totally. with living with your romantic partner, but still, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I hope I don't have to go back to a roommate situation unless it's someone I'm like really close friends with and actually want to be around 24-7, you know? Yeah, 100%. And like preferably with own bathrooms just to avoid any sort of, because that's the other danger is with friends. Like you don't want to ruin it. But I'm pretty well, you easy don't to ruin Like it. I don't get mad about things for the most no. part, unless, but I'm just noise sensitive. That's like the only thing. That I, I'm not way too. Maybe both of us like our second thing would be how noise sensitive we are because I'm totally true. Like I would get so mad at my previous housemates about noise. And like, I just, I need it to be quiet when I go to sleep. And I just hate that everybody's on a different schedule at night. It drove me crazy. So all right. Number 26. Yes. The the real birthday. (gasps) 
Ooh, what does the most recent text that you sent say? It's definitely to you. <laughs> this is going to be boring. This is going to be the most boring text ever. Just Ready sent whenever. it. <laughs> about us getting Fascinating. On. My first last text sent to anyone other than you. How about that? Yeah, let's do that. Um, my friend wished me happy birthday and I said, thank you. I miss you too. And wish I was there with you. It looks so fun because she is in oh. Japan. Oh my god, yeah, you're fine. And I'm very jealous. That's so cool. I texted my mom that I am starting to pack my apartment today. <gasps> Big news! That's exciting. Yeah. And now it's my turn to be confused about your age, 23 or 24? 23. Okay, but, I thought it was 23. Soon, it I'm, just feels yeah. too young to say when I say it. Right, no, 24 will be But you're a fault. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what is something special about where you grew up? Ooh, fun. Oh, cute. Okay. Well, I did um, look up or I saw like a Forbes article a long time ago that um, named each state's like gem um, hometowns or like just fun places to visit and tour. And Edmonds, little old Edmonds was the, Edmonds. the number one for Washington. It is very cute. That it's very up. Love that. There's like, it's really fun because outside of the the like downtown Edmonds area is like you know just kind of suburbs of Seattle but then within the main area there's like a main street there's a lots of like cute little shops it I don't know it felt I wish I went to Edmonds with you right it kind of okay when I had friends um visit me once Kai was one of them she told me that it reminded her of like Gilmore Girls like I had like a very I'm really jealous little like quintessential I don't oh, know. That's cute. I really yeah, didn't spend a lot cute. of time in Washington considering how close we were. Like it was more like I hung around the border because we were straddling it all the time. Literally. And that's the like Southern Washington is just kind of, it's I don't boring. know. There's nothing to see. There's nothing <laughs> to see. Shit. And so you have to like, you know, drive all the way to Seattle. Yeah. So. And I, we, I was always like, I'm going to do a trip. I'm going to drive up to Seattle, go to Vancouver, all the things when I'm Oh yeah. We talked about that Portland. so many times. The hard Never part happened. is like, first off, that drive is awful. Like going all the way to Seattle, it's just not a fun drive. I don't know what it is, but you're just on the five the whole time, and everyone's slow, and it's annoying. I hate. That's the thing. Is it, it's just yeah, the drive is not fun. I'd rather drive south from Portland instead of going north through Washington. Just the drive but, I always do to go to and from the bay. Yeah, I love that drive. I think that drive, like going all the way through Oregon, is really beautiful. It's really fun. Yeah, that's so interesting. I didn't realize it was got so much lamer. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. But, okay. Fun. What's special that's about fun. your hometown? Let's see. I'm gonna narrow it down because I feel like you can like east bay bay area like oakland also i'm like i was born in oakland but i right. went to alameda high school so i'm gonna go with alameda and it's not there's an old navy base there and they shoot a lot of like play like pr- film productions have shot on the navy base like i know the matrix was filmed there um but the oh. one that i really love is mythbusters frequently um shot at the navy base because it's abandoned everyone learned to drive there so i learned to drive where the um mythbusters were shooting off things that's fantastic what a fun fun fact and my job like actually uh, the little kickers uh soccer coaching was on the navy base it was like an old airplane hangar that turned into a gym with indoor soccer fields and stuff so it was just always over there (laughs) oh my god love that you are a mythbuster honestly 
I, I feel that way about myself. I yeah. was destined to be a myth buster. A myth buster okay. for The Bachelor. Okay, what next? Pick a number. Let's say what number is interesting. My birthday has a lot of fives in it. May 25th, so I'm going to go with five. Love that. What is the best compliment you ever remember receiving? That's very hard. I might have to think about that one. Yeah, that's very, very hard. Well, we have one podcast review and it mentions our fabulous personality. So I'm going to go with that. That's so cute. I love that. I don't know. I mean, it's been like, I feel like it's been forever since I've received like a genuine compliment. <laughs> We've been like in isolation. It has been I don't know. so long. I have a friend that always says she loves how passionate and enthusiastic I get about things, which is something I get embarrassed about. So I, I'm going to say that I, I like that compliment that because it's something you. I'm insecure about. So it's really nice to hear someone appreciates that. I can concur with that. Like, I really appreciate that about you. That's a great quality. Ouch, my heart. <laughs> you, you deserve it. Um, okay. So I would say if it was anything personality wise, I've always just been told that I just am intuitive and like have you usually know the right things to say in a situation like I just yeah I listen sometimes I'm a bad listener but like at the end of the day I will still you know what to say some sort of advice love that I just have like a like a list in my mind of like things to say that's that's what it is no I, I don't. love that that's I feel like a desperate housewives thing I oh another thing actually that I just remembered is that one time somebody told me that I have a really calm energy and that like when they're around me they just feel like not nervous I get that I was like oh that's so I sweet. get that you get you that have too? a soothing presence oh that's so nice it's because you're a very chill vibes around you I'm, like, I'm just chill you're just really chill you've always been a chill person chill. and that's the thing it's like you were always like a low, I, like hang your vibe in the room. I'm flashbacks to my dorm. You sitting in that fuzzy chair and stuff. You were always a cool presence to have. Like it was never other people would bring some energy that could be interesting or weird or both. Yes. But like you were always a good stable, stabilizing mm. presence in a room. Love that. Thank you. Number five was cute. We I got love to, like, that. We got to compliment each other. Through <laughs> we're just going to like compliment each other and kiss each other's ass the whole rest of this episode <laughs> perfect it's my birthday we do whatever the fuck I want yeah exactly your turn to pick a number 169 I think it might not get there I think it's 150 oh 150 perfect fuck. then um what? you want 150 oh I like I like one or no I like the number 88 I don't know why I just do that's a good number. I like it because it's, you know, eight and eight and eight is also a number that has nothing but twos in it. So mathematically, it feels very satisfying. Yeah, the prime factorization of eight is fun. Yeah, like cubing it down and then getting all them. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible concept. Acting as if we like are math geeks or anything. Like that. literally like never taking math. It, no, actually, that's not true. I did take math in college. I just blocked it out. Forgot about that too. What aspect of yourself do you wish more people could see? That's like such a good like contrast. Don't to just say it really did. fits kind of what we just had. Okay, you go first. Oh, <laughs> I wish people saw my compassion more. 
because I, you know, I could be a real bitch and like a real anti, like my surface is level is very defensive and like mm. ready to like fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, if I like you, I care about you, you know, and I'm going to be yeah. a caring friend to you and I'm going to be a nice friend. I'm going to do nice things. P- people will be like, oh, wow. Like you wish that people recognize that like right off the bat instead of it taking them time or do you yeah, just Yeah, I, I guess even- that's true. It's like, do I really care that anyone doesn't recognize it? Not really. That was a very vague answer. That wasn't really. No, correct. no, not at all. Though I think that that was great. Um, <laughs> It's hard. That's why I was talking out of my ass. I don't know. I think maybe. (laughs) Here's the thing is it depends on the people. Because when I think back to college, what I wish everyone could see is like what I can, what I can capable of, what I can do. And I feel like no one gave me a chance to see that like, I'm a get shit done person. I will do like I I'm good at what I do I'm good at getting things done and I felt like I never really got a chance to even be challenged in any way shape or form so there like I would say I wish people realized that I could do more than just sit around and you know comment (laughs) right right totally I I feel like I've healed a lot from this so this would have been my answer a couple years ago but I I think years ago, I would have wished that people knew how much like I needed them and that I like wasn't always okay, you know, because I always kind of give off the impression that like I'm fine and I'm willing to listen to anybody else's problems. And that's such a like Enneagram 2 thing, (laughs) like extending myself and like not really expecting myself to get a lot in return. But then deep down, like I really wish that people actually asked if I was fine. But now I'm like, I feel like I'm super open with how I am. So I feel like I show, I show myself like pretty honestly, and there's nothing that I wish people would see. I know that's the thing. It's like, I get, I feel like the older I get, the more content, yeah, the more content I am with where, like, this is what you're going to get, you know, which is like the beautiful thing about growing up. Like, cause I, cause both you and I can look at ourselves in the past and be like, well, then we would have wished. Yeah, totally. and so many times the answer is easier to think of what I used to want or what I used to think. And it's like, well, I don't really think that now. I don't know what I necessarily think now, but I know it's not that. I guess maybe something that I just came to mind is that I wish, I, this is more of like something I wish that I brought more in my out of myself, which is like my creative side. Like, I feel like I can be really creative and I get stuck in this, like, I don't know. So often I feel like people pertain like creativity to like what they do for work and my job isn't necessarily that creative in some ways it is like science can be very creative but like there are all kinds of things that I like that I want to do like art and just like podcasting and things you know like I just have this creative side to me that I don't necessarily show people yeah I think that that really kind of touches on like what I'm realizing is also is I'm so compartmentalized like different people see very different sides of me like my mother sees a different person from my co-workers at an office job versus my co-workers at a theater job versus totally my classmates in college versus whatever like co-workers and little kicker soccer you know it's always been such a different person I feel like um so they all see something and I guess that's on me that's not something I wish they saw right exactly I'm putting I'm showing the person that I think will fit in the best right and that's 
I think a lot of people would mistaken that from like being disingenuous of yeah. the whole, like Gemini thing like oh you're not genuine but really it's just like you're trying to appease and accommodate your personality to the situation yeah it's like a fluidity just trying to kind of adapt it's adapting really to right who's around you and stuff like I I don't want to be someone talk about things that no one cares about you know it's actually very totally. like much like oh I'm doing it for y'all right exactly <laughs> Which you is know, like, like a way my to coworkers cope. at work don't get my crazy rants about Bachelor. Which is appropriate. Like, very yes. appropriate. Very much a yeah. good thing. Yeah, very much a good thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so okay. that's an interesting question, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay, you go. Okay, let's see. I'm going to just pick one by opening. It's 97. Ooh, that's what my birth song? year. 1997. Young thing. That's cool. Oh, I sh- we should do 95 next then. Yes. Good idea. What songs have you completely memorized? Oh. This is a problem for me because of theater, you know, and singing and being a voice major. Like, obviously, I have plenty completely <laughs> memorized just, like, on it because I had to. Yeah. But it's even hard to say, like, what could I pull out of my ass right now without any backups to cue me? I don't know right like normally the music tells me what's coming next it's very important to me I feel like I can't think of anything recently like newer music that I listen to yeah I don't know if I really have anything that's like memorized but a lot of like the pop music I listened to in middle school I could say that tracks like if something came on and I remembered it from middle school I would know all of the words I could do the entire rap in wannabe love that so let's we'll go with that one yeah see that's here's the story from a to z that one I got yeah (laughs) so cute yeah I would say anything like Lady Gaga 2011 or like 2012 I would know a lot I could see that also I feel like I accidentally know Joanne really well because I like to sing that in the car a lot I really enjoy singing it in the car with my windows down it gives me good vibes see there's nothing better than knowing the words the all of the words to a song yeah and here's the thing is it depends on the artist sometimes I don't understand a goddamn word they say so when I'm singing along it's just notes yeah vowels and no right me too I think that that is common amongst people who previously or currently sing like I don't know there's something I I've just picked up on the fact that people who are not as musical or like don't do that you know in a technical sense they're much better at like memorizing lyrics and I feel like I don't know about you but I get kind of caught up in the like instrumentals in the vocals Maybe and like it. singing along with it that Sometimes I don't actually the enunciation is just not there it's the singing along I think it's because I'm always too busy singing along me to too to me too that's totally my issue as sometimes well. it's just impossible sometimes it's really impossible and some people just have like a better knack for that and I just don't but I feel like the Joanne album like there's her it's very clear everything she's Mm. singing is very clear it's very speechy so it's easier for me to know so I probably could like sing a couple of them maybe yeah maybe I probably know a few Carol King songs by heart definitely I could do a Carol King or two yeah definitely like I probably I feel the earth and oh, maybe beautiful 
Yeah, I could do so far away. I was gonna say so far away was my next one. Love that for us. Cute. I wish I could almost do some Mac Water Jack, but I can't. Soon. Just a little too many. Like I I would sing the wrong verse in the wrong. Oh yeah. Well, it's the anticipation and like, it's so fun. Like you get so fun, fun songs. Like you get so into it, especially if you like to sing that it's like, whatever, I don't care. Right. I'm too busy singing. Yeah. That's usually, that's really all it is. Right. Okay. 95. What adventure have you always wanted to go on? Oh, you go first. I have always, uh, there are a lot of adventures I've always wanted to go on. Um, But one for me is, I'm going to go with more adventurous versus vacation. I I was hoping that you would go that way. Yeah, because I'm not much of an adventurous gal. Yeah. But I would either, I would really like to see some Northern Lights. Cute. Or hike the Grand Canyon. Fun. Just because yeah. I love the Grand Canyon. Don't you should totally do hiking's that. fine. Yeah. <laughs> the length of all that is a little and but one day, you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Because like I of course immediately think of like trips places yeah me too I was like New Orleans this that you know yeah, all these places right, I want to like, go but that doesn't have to be the right. way that you think about it adventure I think I think about the time we tried to go to the hot spring and failed oh <laughs> and when God. I think adventure yeah it could go one I way think. or the other okay so this is what I would I would love to like rent one of those fun camper vans where you have the bed that's just in the back so it's just like two two seats in the front and then the full back and so it's simple and like you get to drive it instead of like hitching something and just like drive around I don't know California with Hannah and just like have a good time no like no end date just like see me right that would be so fun yes I think you should do that I'm going to I'll make it happen good okay next number is 12 great any reason no love that not at all (laughs) if humans came with the with warning labels what would yours say that's hilarious funny question kendall props to you oh my god turbulent turbulent (laughs) in like lots of ways i'm i love that i'm twitchy a one word turbulent I love that you're turbulent you're you are turbulent keep your seatbelt fastened at all times oh my true um I don't know how to put this great date question right I would probably say that I'm like stubborn not like in the sense that if if you do something that's like really annoys me or like doesn't align with my values I don't really have much of a problem just being like I don't really want to be friends with you like I'm not very it's kind of an issue I'm not very forgiving but maybe it's not forgiving it's just that like I don't if I'm getting to know you and it just feels off I I don't really stick it I don't really stick around I feel like very fair flighty flighty's good I'm flighty that would be your warning label. Totally. Love that. Flighty and turbulent. 
Okay. What's okay. Pick, ask me a question. That's like at what age? So then I'll ask that. I'll answer that with whatever it is. Assuming we haven't already done it. The answer isn't 23. At what age did you lose your virginity? (laughs) I'm excited. Drum roll. Terrible. It was on near my birthday. Genuinely, I'm not entirely positive if it was before or after. Do you have any nicknames for people in your life? I have a a lot of weird nicknames for Hannah. Um, let's see. I have nicknames for my pets, not for people. Han, Han Banan. Love that. Booga. (laughs) Bubby. Do you have any humans with nicknames? I don't think I do. No, because it's like kind of weird to have a nickname for somebody if they're not like your partner. I had a friend I called Eeyore like in middle school. Eeyore, that's cute. I love that. I consistently called him Eeyore. Everyone calls me, okay, so all of my newer friends and Hannah call me Jules. And it's super interesting because I never introduced myself that way. And every once in a while, I'm like, that's not my name. Like people will introduce me to other people as Jules. And I'm like, my name is Julia, but but that's fine. And it all started when like I had a... um, employer like I was doing this like research project in undergrad and he's like uh can I call you Jules it's easier like sure that's fine and then I don't know how much easier I know I don't know that like you know your name is too many letters it's just exhausting so many syllables right right Um, how would I ever be able to say Julia more than uh, once a day (laughs) too much my name is such a burden it really is (laughs) Um, but yeah. And so now people just introduce me as that. And like a while ago, I kind of had a moment where I was like, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> like, I've never really always interesting it. when nicknames are like bequeathed upon a person. You're like, did they want, did they want to be called that? Like, I don't know, but oh my God, in elementary school, some people called me Juju Bean. That is the worst thing on this planet. Why would anyone think that that's okay? Why is it so funny though? So weird. <laughs> well, I was holy Satan, so there's that. Holy Satan is good. Honestly, that was iconic. I live for that's that. That's amazing. <laughs> you are a holy Satan. Holly Balls was my big nickname in high school. Oh. I'm sure I've said that. Maybe. Um, yeah, yeah, I was called Balls by pretty much, it was everyone older than me like a few years older than me so it kind of died off by my last few years but like my freshman sophomore maybe junior year I was holly balls or just balls love that that's cute that's, that's me fun. just holly balls over here just holly balls I love how we answered like we changed we didn't hour, answer the right question what hour I bet that's another question I'm sure it is but I call my dog a lot of names usually they're all longer than her actual name that's so cute. It's always Phoebe. I call her Feeberella because she's a princess, obviously. Feeberella. <laughs> I call so her Phoebe B. Phoebe B. Phoebe B. I guess I call her B sometimes for short. That's cute. Or Sweet P because Phoebe. Sweet P. She's, I, I'll come up with any name for her that has P or B in it. <laughs> Love that for her. He wears a bumblebee collar because her name, obviously. Okay. Um, 
Oh yeah. You ask me a question relating to an age. At age, did you have your first kiss? Um, 15. Okay. What phobia or irrational fear do you experience? That's a fun <gasps> Oh my God. I have such a like quick answer to this. I can't remember the name of this phobia, but I have an actual fear that will make me like cry of being the biggest fear is that I the most extreme level of this is me being on a boat like stranded in the middle of the ocean not because well for one I'm kind of scared about what's underneath like I have Mm -hmm. that phobia which there's an obvious name to that one yeah but it's more so the vastness of how big oceans are like it'll even get to a point where I will look like on a screen, like if I'm watching a TV show and there's like an aerial shot of a boat or the, or just an ocean, I get panicky. I feel like I've had this moment where you've told me this and I've gone, oh my God, wow, I didn't know this. And I almost was able to react the same way. I'm like, wait a minute, I think I did know this. Yeah, no, I, I think I've told a lot of people this and then yeah. it'll be kind of the same with land, but it's I'm more comforted on land. If like deserts where there's, mm-hmm. it's just vast and there's not a lot of texture and it's just like not, there's no hills, super terrified of that. Um, and even if I like look on maps sometimes and I see like bigger countries or bigger like sets You of look ocean, at Russia and just like- <laughs> Yes, I literally look at Russia and I get anxiety. It's so weird. And I had a real life like- reality check with this when I was in Spain I took a like ferry over to Morocco and it was kind of a rocky ride and there was just a good portion of time where I really couldn't see the like land on either side we were just like in in the midst of the ocean yeah the Mediterranean and then that night I had such bad anxiety about it. I literally couldn't sleep because all night I was thinking about how close we were to this huge ocean. Wow. So it, this is very it was over and you're like, <laughs> like I, I like need exposure therapy for this. I don't know where it came from. Huh? No idea, but vastness terrifying. See, and mine is kind of almost the opposite. Ooh. Crowds. Crowds terrify like my worst fear would be like this like those black friday like horror shows of people being trampled you know all those scenes in desperate housewives of the fucking riots and like tramplings like that's actually my worst nightmare like watching that episode of desperate housewives where the uh the kid where gabby goes under the car during the fucking riot and then the kid is in the car that's being shaken with like the grown other grown adults watching Lee climb in the backseat with Juanita, seeing his grown oh. man giant body trapped in a car surrounded by human beings, and he's just trapped in there, like at their mercy. Like that's and crowded and moving, watching him move that made my like body rush with anxiety. Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> so, how do you cope with like events? Do you I not really? Them. You don't like events. I Which don't is, like that's what I started why? to realize. I'm like, why am I so stressed? Like, why am I so like like this when I go out? And it's because of the fucking crowds. Like, I want to be uh, like have a personal bubble. If I can go somewhere where I can get away from the crowd, yeah, and, like be away. And also, like drinking helps that too. Like curb that right. anxiety. So when you're like drinking, you don't notice that so much. No, but like actual like that's why I don't go to so many events is because I'm like the thought of the crowds of it all just like is so stressful like I hate like public transit crowding in like a fucking sardine on a train is like oh yeah that is like kind of terrifying but that one I think everyone can agree with well it's just like events like open air events even like it's just the bodies the bodies 
well you know yourself and that's good and you can just it took me a long time to figure that out though right well it's hard too because like when something is paired with being social you get down on yourself about why you're feeling anxious and you're like oh get over it because like I need to socialize and it's good for me but it's like okay you can separate the socialized aspect with the fact that it's actually really scary to be in the midst of a ton of people it's so yeah just oof and that's why like the thought of like like the state of California has declared that June 15th things will reopen fully, no capacity, no social distancing. I'm like, excuse me, if anyone gets within six feet of me, like I didn't like it before the pandemic. Like I would get anxiety when someone would walk too close to me for no reason. Like, that's the thing. It's like, if there's no, nowhere else to go, that's one thing. But like, if you're me in my personal bubble for no reason, like it makes the stress, like it induces is outrageous. It's intense. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's, that goes for like so many things with, in terms of like reopening. I feel like we could talk forever about how normal it is to feel super anxious about that. Cause like, yeah, I think so many people will, if they haven't before, they're going to also be very anxious being yeah. in big crowds. Well, and, and that's stuff. the thing is like, why do we have to say without six feet distance? Just don't give people permission not to. Right. <laughs> you can it's say true. mask free, no mask mandate. You can say no capacity limit, but why do you have to verbally say no six feet rule? Cause like, it is I think that's weird. a social rule at this point. Like you should just be not that close to people. That's a very good point. I didn't really think about that, but also, yeah. I mean, if you, I think the, the most instruction you need to give people is that, okay, yeah, you don't have to wear masks. Yeah, but why would you to, specifically like, say you don't have to say six feet away that like you're encouraging people to get in my bubble. And I just like, I'm not okay with that in any yeah. situation. That's weird. Well, <laughs> hopefully like everyone hopefully just people this... will all be stressed about being close. Right. Exactly. Okay. Um, did I pick the last one? I don't remember. Okay, um, let's do 55. Love that. Okay. How do you hope to change as a person in the future? I hope to be more patient. Ooh, that's good. I, I, can, I can say that about myself too. Oh my God, I'm so impatient and it's so bad and I try so hard and I'm not successful. You're aware of it, which is great. I would say... What do I hope to change about myself in the future? Probably to be less flighty and a little bit more understanding of where people come from. Although part of me does like that quality about myself because I just don't deal with BS. Like I just, I don't stick around with like friendships that just don't work out, but I can be very impulsively confrontational. So like I, I will sit back when I feel like it's not my place, but then suddenly if something's bothering me, like I will just without even thinking about it, just blur out how I feel. Um, and I think processing things a little bit yeah. more slowly is probably something that I should work on. Yeah, actually yeah. I came up with an amendment to mine. Okay, I'm ready. Not assuming everyone is my enemy until they prove otherwise. You are such a six. You are such an Enneagram six. That I is hate so all funny. strangers. Like even part yeah. of my like anxiety in public, and maybe it's because of my anxiety in public, I start, I've learned to just hate everybody. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't like, you know, I just, if I don't know who you are, just like, the thought of talking to strangers, like I hate it. It's such a like protective, like state of mind, right? Like it's a way that a lot of humans cope is just to be like, okay, I don't know who you are. So I'm just going to 
back the fuck off and not like you (laughs) I could be better about that yeah I'm you know what I'm kind of bad at is like introducing myself in like kind of group settings like I'll do it if it feels kind of like the right setting but I won't go out of my way if it's kind of awkward Mm-hmm. I was just at this event where we were outside and there were like newer people in the like area and there were people coming up to me and me sitting down and being like oh yeah nice to meet you but like I didn't do it I didn't make any effort to like go yeah. talk to anybody which is partly like yeah you know pandemic feel right? like, but also know? it's just like something that I've always kind of done like I'm shy until you give me a reason to want to talk to you yeah I need something. Yeah, I I can't just go up and approach someone. That's terrifying. It really depends on like my mood. Like sometimes you get like a little bit of alcohol in me and I'm like ready to make friends. Yeah. But usually it's like I want to be approached first and then I'm confident. I'm the same way with dating too. Like I I'm kind of awkward and shy and then you start talking to me and I'm like, "Oh, I can I like I could flirt your ear off." Yeah. And I'll be fine. Yeah. I get that too. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay, I'm gonna pick 115. Love that. When was the last time that you were mean to someone? I don't know. I don't either. (laughs) Here's the thing since the pandemic, like, I'm not that mean to me. I've probably been mean to Hannah in like the last week. I'm sure I was mean to my mother or something. I think I told you this and maybe I've already said it on this podcast, but like when I watch Real Housewives, I notice a shift in my like mood in my <gasps> You did mention that. So I revamped like watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and last night we were watching it a bit and I think I like kind of said something bitchy afterwards. So, <laughs> You're just like ready to go. You're like oh, camera, where's my angle? But like I don't know what it is. I don't know if other people feel this way too, but when I watch a lot of TV, like I really start to form into characters. <laughs> like I watch a lot of Desperate Housewives, and I said, "Have like you have we both just turned into the Desperate Housewives, and we don't even know we've been watching so much, you guys? It's really like it's kind of sad. It's not okay. It's not okay. We're already like getting back to we where have like we one season left, and I might just rewatch the other ones." <laughs> just keep going Um, in a circle forever that's kind of how I used to watch tv yeah no me too you used to always have an hour long and a half hour long and I would just kind of like pick one and then I'd just rotate through like seven seasons of it over and over yeah definitely no I feel like you and I are both like that we definitely like our comfort tv shows I I have a really hard time getting into a new tv show it's so hard I mean even getting back into an old tv show I used to love is hard kind of the commitment of it all like it's just the like starting anything. Yeah, it's really hard to start something new like that. You and I both kind of like live in our comfort zones. Well, we're both kind of introverted, so yeah, makes sense. Okay, um, hmm, forty-six. It's crazy because I just opened to the forties. <gasps> Love that. Okay. <gasps> oh, fun! If you were arrested with no explanation, what might your friends or family assume that you'd done? I feel like that's a question for us about each other that's really funny I'm pretty sure people would assume I like um got pulled over for speeding and sassed a cop oh 100% or like maybe you got into or a bar fight a bar fight yeah. I was gonna say that's the first thing that came to my mind but that's already happened I didn't get arrested 
what would people say about me? What would you think that I did? I just really don't see you getting arrested. So it's really interesting. I feel like it would be something really bizarre. Like right? no, holding I feel like... for a friend or something. Like some, so yes. you get association. See, I would... It's association. Association for sure. Because I'm super willing to like, I'll like bury the body with you. <laughs> like that's the kind of person that I am. Okay, Susan. No, literally that's, I am Susan. <laughs> You'd bury the body and then so be obvious and get everybody caught. Yeah, kind of. Okay, oh, but yeah. I wouldn't be that guilt-ridden. That's the yeah, difference. no, that's the thing is that's where you have your good, ba- healthy balance of gab. Yeah. Um, another thing I feel like I would probably, like, by accident, like, tax fraud. Like, I wouldn't mean that <laughs> to report my taxes wrong, but, like, it would just happen. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so hard. It's or so- public indecency. Like, I'd, I'd be drunkenly peeing somewhere. Love that. I could, we both could be arrested for peeing in public. Very much so. Or like, or having sex in public. Like I'm Mm -hmm. very, like, I love to be like super risky when I'm out. I don't know (laughs) what it is. Like when I drink, I'm like, let's do some bad shit. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm just peeing behind a dumpster going, (laughs) there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'll like take the risk. Like as soon as I'm there, I'm like, well, let's just fucking do it. Like I'm, I kind of get into this like weird all or nothing thing. That's yeah. my problem. Another label for me would not just be flighty, but like all or nothing. Hannah and I are both like that. Like we're very, <laughs> combo. oh my God, it's, it's bad. It's really bad. Like, we're just like, okay, are we going to do it? We're going to fucking do it. Like, let's, let's go. Nothing is like kind of, eh, I don't know. No, and so we don't fucking, yeah, man. Right. So we don't think through things very, very well. That's so funny, actually. It is funny. Comes with it, pros and cons. You know, it's yeah. funny, but also, you know, until sometimes you get, inconvenient. Until you accidentally, like, impulsively report your taxes incorrectly. Right. Because you're just like, I'm over it. Exactly. Okay. I flipped to one again. It's 57. On what topic could you give a 45-minute presentation with absolutely no preparation? Well, I think we have a few answers here. <laughs> Desperate Housewives. Since every podcast essentially is a 45 minute presentation that we have not prepared for. Yep. Desperate Housewives, Bachelor, um, take your pick. I could probably list a a lot TV. Let's. Oh my God. But I, to get a little more serious, I, um, not that that's not serious because it could be very serious. Very serious stuff, Julia. No, it it could be though. Like it really could be, especially for. For like the field that you work in, like that's serious. Mm-hmm. For me though, what would be more serious is in undergrad, I recited this like speech, not speech, but like presentation. Yeah. For this Huntington's disease project project I worked on. And I could probably spit out the exact presentation for you and explain like all these stupid <laughs> like brain circuits that nobody cares about. And I don't know anything like that. I couldn't like pull out of my ass like a, a presentation about anything I've studied. But you know what? You maybe musical could. theater. You could yeah, I probably, probably could do musical theater. You could well, and you could wing it. You, I could see you being good at just being like, "Yep, I, I did. could." That's true. I could probably give a presentation on anything I have a moderate knowledge about and wing and it. And you're you can easily just like talk without kind of realizing like it. You are not um nervous about what you're speaking about you know I guess it probably depends on the situation but for me I'm I I can't ramble 
I guess sometimes I can, but I'm not that good at it. Yeah. It would, it'd be hard though. I think like subjects, like if it was anything like musical theater, I could do that. Any, yes, you could probably give, I don't know. You could give a 45 minute talk on like the Dementors costumes and like how it works. And that's true. I could give a 45 minute presentation about my job. I could give a 45 minute presentation about, um, the Sondheim songs that inspired the Desperate Housewives titles. Exactly. I could like just list all of them. See, the thing is, is like, I feel like we could do presentations on anything, but the memorized for 45 minutes, like no thing. I couldn't memorize shit. No, I could never give like a, that's the thing is presentations. The the formality of it all isn't really my forte. Like in general, I don't think I'm good at them. I get so nervous for them. Like I will sweat so much. Yeah. And like, I'm good at speaking. It's not like a public speaking thing, but it is something about like a presentation with stuff. Like I'm not good at those. No, not at all. Okay. Let's see. You, did you already pick the last number? I think I did. Okay. Um, 93. Okay. What are three things that you need in a significant other? Oh, um, I have to go first on that. <laughs> definitely empathy. Like if you're yeah. not empathetic of like, I what mean, everybody yeah. has, I feel, I feel like empathy has become this like buzzword that people use. Like, oh, are you an empath? It's like everyone fucking has empathy unless you're a sociopath. Right. I was going to say a uh, good God. I hope everybody, but like empathy. And then second, like, oh my God, this word was so ruined by fucking Bennett, but emotional intelligence is very important. <laughs> Taylor ruined it first so gross but like if we're being real about what the term is like it's very important that you're aware because emotional intelligence also means that you're just self-aware and recognize that like you have your own flaws and that you need to work through them and if you can't do it on your own or with your partner you need therapy and so that's like super healthy like not a lot of people have that yeah um so empathy emotional intelligence I'm already stealing those love that and the third thing is just like bringing like I can be like up here like okay nobody can see what I'm doing but like my the bar is really high and like implication was that it's up that it's up yeah and just kind of high strung and I need friends and romantic partners in my life to like bring me down to like a fun level so I'm not really interested in dating anybody who's super serious has a very serious job like only talks about work you know like super invested in what they're doing for their like life goals like I just want to have fun so like I've always been attracted to people who are just goofy and like I can be the like I want to be the breadwinner that's like kind of my thing not because of the like pride associated (laughs) with it but I'm very serious and I recognize that that like that's a quality I like and also something that I want balanced yeah you're the straight man in the duo you know Oh, 100%. And I've always known that too. Yeah, I mean, even this duo right here, that's the case. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. And for me, I guess mine is the opposite almost. I need someone who like would, because I'm going with, I'm stealing your first two, but my third is going to be, I need someone who finds me thoroughly entertaining. Yes, you do need that. Because I could be annoying. I piss myself off sometimes, but if you find me entertaining, then great. Somebody who like, I there can are people you, do. Yeah, I can picture you with somebody who like loves to listen to you and you're like rambling 
and thinks you're really hilarious and also it has a gentle way of of kind of putting you in your place because you also like would I think you would you don't know how much you would appreciate that and then a partner would do it for you and be like oh thank you that was really a nice way from you to say like what other people do in a really harsh way that's really true if they can like bring me down to earth in the pro- if they can have the proper way to address it without yeah. fully offending me totally and that's I will like take it everybody deserves that and that's not like that high maintenance to ask I feel like people expect that their partners like shouldn't be able to do that but there are even parts of me too where I'm like that's not a like I don't like that about myself and then Hannah is like really good at just like putting me in my place yeah and- it works out because I'm like, oh, thanks. Actually, I probably needed that. You were correct about that. You correct. Thank you. No- noted. Um, next time, we'll try to change. <laughs> Maybe. Try. No promises. <laughs> that was a good question. Okay. Fun. Okay. I think we have time for like a couple more. Yeah, let's just do a couple. We could even pick this up next week. We could do like a part True, two. If we, I mean, there's not much news going around in Bachelor Nation, let me tell right. you. It's been quiet. A lot of proposals have been happening. Oh, congratulations, Caitlin and Jason, first <gasps> off. Because um, that was a big one everyone was wondering about. So Astrid big. and Kevin. There have just been a few. Sarah Heron, not in Bachelor Nation. Not to Bachelor Nation, but a member of Bachelor Nation. Yes. So it's kind of proposal season. So good for everybody getting engaged. Yay, so cute. <laughs> I want to do question number one. Ooh, I'm curious okay. what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. what is your favorite smell <gasps> I love that oh. she chose that to be question number one gardenia Ooh, I love I that, love that. So- or or jasmine jasmine and oh, gardenia I love jasmine too I favorite smells jasmine. I love a citrus smell like I love a grapefruit Ooh, love that grapefruit is great I'm gonna go with grapefruit I really enjoy grapefruit but like oh, gardenia jasmine yes I- all- <laughs> those are the best smells ever they kind of they can like approach old lady-ish but like if they're done right they're they're nice yeah when I went to Paris the smell of the year like whatever fucking famous perfumery I was at was jasmine and so I got (gasps) jasmine everything was jasmine I could (sighs) like suck that shit up all day like just love it (laughs) ew a little ASMR that shit up she said you okay anyway okay let's do um 29 hmm. ah. okay what is the most unusual food you have ever eaten not human meat no that's a great question that is a really good question I haven't you know I'm I don't get that crazy me neither yeah I wouldn't say it's that weird I've definitely eaten tongue that's something like cow tongue which is like really common in a lot of like Mexican food and stuff um and what was the other thing that I've eaten that's kind of weird I've had sea urchin and it was awful that's expensive yes and it's disgusting (laughs) that's good to know like Um, noted not worth it no, not worth it. All right, one more? Yeah. Let's, oh, let's round it out with the last one because I'm sure it's very important. And yes. So 150. Let's say that the meaning of life on earth is whatever you want it to be. 
what higher purpose would you choose for yourself right now? Higher purpose? Yes. But I'm trying to think of like what that really means. I know. I'm like, there's a lot to wrap your brain around right now. So the meaning of life is anything. Like we decide what the meaning of life is. What's what's your purpose? So I think the first part is kind of irrelevant. What's your, what if, because in reality, the meaning of life is whatever you want it to be. That's literally just the truth here. (laughs) It's nothing more, nothing less. I feel like the purpose, my higher purpose is like as stupid as it sounds just to be happy. Like, I don't, I feel like. I don't think that's stupid at all. Any of those like cliche responses of like helping blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, like somebody will figure that out. And that's not going to give me, and maybe it's me, but that's not like my higher purpose. My higher purpose is to like feel good in the long run and like die not having crazy regrets. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. I mean, mine, I was going to say is to make other people happy, like to make people laugh, make people smile. Oh, happy and make people around me happy. That's great. Which is why I need to start not assuming everyone's the enemy. (laughs) Yes. See, okay. So the funny thing is that the response to that question, I feel like is so indicative of like how we cope with things. Like for me, I feel like my go-to is to always help others. So for me, my like higher purpose is to feel good. And it's, I think it's kind of like the opposite for you. It's like, oh, not assume that people are like, you know yeah well and that's the thing because like once I do like people like all I want to do is make people have around me happy like nothing gives me more satisfaction than making my friends happy totally I just could extend that to um a wider birth of people (laughs) I think another higher purpose of mine is to own a, a baby pig that's a great purpose that's true I think my purpose is to be Phoebe's owner Oh, that's so cute. That girl is my soulmate. <laughs> that's so sweet. See, we're we're like mothers at heart. We don't yeah. want children, but I'm for cool babies, mom. <laughs> we're fur moms. <laughs> oh my god, I'm absolutely Regina George's mother, except with Phoebe. <laughs> wow, I love that for you. I think it's perfect. I think it's fitting, <laughs> and with that. I think this is a great episode. Me too. I think we should do a part two. Um, Kendall, great book. Great book. So, so much great questions so far. I'm yeah, like so, so maybe excited we'll do to dive two. in. We'll see. Unless there's something else pressing that we get distracted by. We did. Um, oh, breaking news, everybody who has HBO Max. Yes. Bachelor Pad is on HBO Max. Gasp. Big gasp. <laughs> My reaction when I realized this the happiness I was feeling deep down in the core of my soul there was a lot going on to contribute to it at the time yes but I've never been so elated in my life to sit down and watch tv and to sit down and watch bachelor pad with you and so we might talk bachelor pad season one we've only watched a couple episodes so far but so we'll see what happens next but yeah we'll see you guys next time next time